these blocks are scattered around this site, like a kid just was playing with building blocks. Murders, mysteries, unexplained stories, and our family's crazy opinions on them all. Join us now. The Family School of Thought is in session. Okay, everybody. Thanks again for visiting us at the School of Thought, the Family School of Thought. Um, how's everybody doing today? Oh, good. Just good. Everybody's having a good week so far. Ready for Christmas? It's stressful mm-hmm. week. Stressful yeah. week. How's the floor looking? Christmas tree, all decorated for you guys. <laughs> How about weather-wise? We are in for a heck of a storm way up here. How about yes. you, Jess? You're in for a storm there. Yep, we're we're prepared for a foot of snow. Okay, Jess, why don't you get us started with some uh, fun facts? Yeah. So mental floss, amazing flat packs calendar. Folks, we are coming down to the last couple of weeks, okay? This week, next week is our last week of Mental Floss Amazing Facts. So hold on tight because we got some fun facts coming at you. Hopefully Santa brings you uh, in your stocking a new calendar for next year. I don't know of any right now. So we'll see how that goes, but maybe. Um, so did you know Moose can dive nearly 20 feet underwater in search for food? No, I didn't know that. No. So not only are they they're huge, they can go really far underwater. They can swim. They can swim. I, I know they like water because they were out in the water when I was out in Portland, Oregon. Yep. Those were elk, but yeah. <laughs> Those weren't moose. Yeah, yeah, moose are uh, pretty scary. And uh, if you see one, you should definitely run the other way. Yeah, I agree. Well, and apparently you got to swim the other way too. Yeah, exactly. Don't swim down because they'll catch you. Wow. Um, uh, So so here is some, you know, we celebrate Christmas. Other religions don't, but we do celebrate Christmas. So Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer rocking around the Christmas tree, a holly jolly Christmas and run Rudolph run were all written by the same person the same man johnny marks who is not a christian and he is jewish oh interesting isn't that interesting that is very interesting it is very interesting he celebrates hanukkah yeah yeah so um i have one more interesting fact we were talking about you know receiving a foot of snow um tomorrow and friday Thursday, you know, this this coming week. I think it's called Omori City in Japan. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that city right. They receive the largest amount of snowfall every year the, uh, uh, as any or more than any major city in, in the entire planet. Each year, the citizens are pummeled with 312 inches or about 26 feet of snow on average. Wow. I'm glad I'm not there. That wow. is, yeah, that's a lot. No, so I, I don't know how much you know like we get each year, but like we're anticipating about a foot for the, the storm coming this week later. But uh, could you imagine on average 26 feet of snow each year? That's a lot. Wow. A lot. I don't want that. That's in Japan, did you say? In Japan. 
I think it's Omori City. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Well, see, like up in the mountains. Yeah. It's a major city, so that's what it's, at least that's what the mental floss calendar says, is it calls awesome. it a major city, so. Okay. Hmm. There you go. Those okay. are the facts for this week. All right. Cass, how about a song this week? Okay. Um, well, last week we did a little festive one. Uh, and then because it is so close to the holidays, I don't want to do too upsetting of a one. So I'm kind of going to do a funny, creepy song. Um, and that is It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. <laughs> Mom, Dad, do you know this song? Nope. I make no sing it, sing it for me and I might tell well, you. I, you probably have heard it before. It's about uh, a man who gets caught cheating on his girlfriend multiple times. Um, and instead of confessing, even though he, she catches him doing it, he says, but it wasn't me. He got caught oh. it red-handed. He got caught red-handed. It wasn't me. Um, but so the whole song is about this guy constantly cheating on his girlfriend, constantly getting caught. And not only that, but then gaslighting her into believing that he didn't actually cheat on her with the girl next door. Right. Um, so it's this vicious circle of their relationship and how bad it really is yeah and it's it's kind of (laughs) it's a catchy song and people kind of it's you know people sing it all the time i think last year uh mila kunis and ashton kutcher did a commercial for cheetos where they sang with shaggy about eating cheetos yeah yeah it wasn't me um but yeah and it's it's kind of creepy that like we kind of celebrate this song so much that it was so popular and the whole song is about not only get somebody cheating, but then manipulating his partner into staying in the relationship with him. Yeah. Crazy. That was definitely a like, early 2000s song. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's your creepy song of the week. Nice. Nice. Okay. Good. All right. Who's up this week? Tis I. Tis you. So, Tis Matt. Matt gave me the idea for this week's topic. I tried to get him on to do it because I know he'll do better than what I could. But <laughs> my today, do you guys know where I'm going with this one? No. It's, it's definitely going to be a creature. N- no, it's aliens. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> aliens uh, are creatures. All of our stories end up. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, this is not really like aliens, but that's so okay. It goes back to its temples. Um, so this is the um, temple Puma Puka or Puma Puku. Um, it is located near Tiwanaku, Bolivia, um, Bolivia, not Bolivia, Bolivia in South America. Um, so there's these temple, they're complex temples or like a site of what they believe used to be a temple. Um, but this site has like baffled archaeologists for years. There's, they just have all these questions. They can't find the answers to them. They like, nobody can really figure this out. So they don't know one, how the temple got built or how the, the blocks to the temple, um, got to where they were, why it was there, you know, how the blocks were cut. And so we'll get into like a lot of these things, but it's just, there's a lot of unknowns 
for this. And so it kind of goes back to it has to be this ancient alien site that was put there for a reason, you know, kind of the same thing of any other temple that we can't figure out how it got there. The pyramids, how did they get built? You know, these Mayan temples, how did they get built? So it's kind of the same situation with those, but this one is, um, it has just baffled archaeologists and it's baffled scientists to the, it's one of the most incredible ancient ruins that would, that's found in South America. Um, but it's just one of those ones that is complex to so many people. Um, so the, they believe there's a bunch of blocks and from what I've like read in stories, of course, I watched an ancient aliens episode on this one. That's how Matt got me in on this one. Um, they all say in there too, that these blocks are scattered around this site. Like a kid just was playing with building blocks, you know, or like the alphabet blocks kind of thing. And just they're scattered. So like, how did they like tumble and fall that the way that they did? Um, and so it kind of comes down to, they believe that it was part of a temple and it, it got destroyed somehow. Um, they're not sure if it just over the years fell apart or if there was some kind of attack that um, destroyed this temple. Um, but um, it shatters all traditional views on ancient cultures too. So there's <coughs> the stones that are there have precise um cuts they're like they're flat stones like completely flat stones they're the cuts in them are very precise and they're like position precision cut um and it's granite so it's like a heavy rock or heavy stone rather um and they can't figure out how they got cut into block shapes how they, and um, I have some pictures too, so I'll share my screen in a bit, yeah. but um, they did like, it just, again, it just, it defies any kind of explanation that like nobody can figure out how this kind of was, it, how these blocks were formed. And um, some of them are interlocking. And then, um, you know, like some of them, they come to like a lot of them there are in the shape of a, the letter H and they to me it looks like the history channel h that you kind of see it's like a a block h you know so it's like i don't know like how it got the exact that channel way. that ancient aliens is on it looks like that logo you're saying I, yeah i'm like do you think that's how they got their like logo and he's like yeah sure whatever but, um but this site continues to defy countless theories um, and it's put forth by mainstream scholars, historians, scientists, like nobody can like really come to a concise theory on like what happened and how this kind of happened. Um, so these, these, um, like I said, they're, uh, the blocks, one of the, they're, the blocks range in height between like 26 and like 25, 26 feet tall or long. Um, and then they're like over five feet wide and each block weighs over a hundred tons. So one of the things is like, they can't figure out 
how they were moved and were they built like were they chiseled or you know caught where they lay or where they were there you know um but one of the things that baffles them is how were they moved because where they're located is um in an altitude of 12,800 feet so it's like up high um which it makes it harder to like move them up uh, like up a hill up a mountain you know like or up that in that area um and a lot of people have said you know like which kind of goes back to like the pyramid days where they used logs to like roll them around or like roll them up but because of the altitude and where that like where the the where the puma puku um is located it's above the natural tree line which like means that there's no trees that would grow in that area um and so to be able to use those logs you'd have to cut down the trees or there's nothing there to be able to be cut down um to use as those like wooden like the tree roller you know right the, that kind of thing um and matt put in on top of it which i mean this is matt's opinion on it too but it makes sense because they're 100 tons each you put them on those wood logs, one, the wood is probably going to break or it's going to sink down so far into the ground. Right. It's going to be harder to roll anyways. Right. Um, but in going like kind of eliminating that theory for how they got there too, is that the, um, this, in did I say this was, it's Puma Puka, it's in, uh, but this is part of a, a, a Tiwanaku culture. In South America, did I say that already? Okay, yeah, sorry, I jumped ahead a little bit. So this is um, in the, which is a kind of like a major like city still. It's like a um, or it's I don't I don't know if it's a city, but it's a um, an active area still in South America. But there's no evidence in the Tiwanaku culture um, at that time of having a wheel. So like to have logs that would roll or to use them as like a wheel is they the scientists and historians just can't put that together because there was no evidence of that in the Tiwanaku um culture back then um for that so it um so one of the theories though too is that the Pumapuku um site is believed to date back to 536 AD um but a lot of historians um, and scientists believe that it predates that and predates the, the Incas um, back in that area. Um, and there's a science, or I'm sorry, an architect, sorry, an, an archaeologist that um, had, did a lot of research on in, for this site. And he, his research shows he believes that this has been there for 15 15,000 BC. So it's like thousands and thousands of years old. Um, and so that's where it kind of stands where like nobody can really date it, can like actually like come to a concise timeline of when these were built or when they were, you know, placed where they are. Um, and so it kind of, it has a wide range. I've, I've, in everything that I kind of read on it, it's like some are, you know, three to 600 AD. Then we have the one 
archaeologists that dates it back to 15,000 BC. Some have like 300 BC. So it just, there's nothing that is clear and concise with this, this site, which makes it, I think what, that's why people are so drawn to it is there's no real answer for anything. Um, but it, with Pumapuku, it, like I said, they believe it was a temple that was created. Um, but experts also argue that the site was abandoned before it was actually fin completely finished. Um, and again, this was before Incas, this was before the Mayans. So th this was a very complex thing. And um, in tu uh, Tiwanaku, I have the phonetic way of saying that. <laughs> so sorry, I keep looking down at that. Um, Tiwanaku has another site with similar blocks, but their scientists and historians, archaeologists, all agree that the style of the carvings and the style of the like cutouts, I guess, you know, of of the blocks at Tiwanaku site compared to Pumapuka are made by two different people. Um, and there is a theory that Pumapuku was created by aliens or, you know, gods and the site at Tiwanaku was created by humans as a way to honor the sky gods. So um, they kind of go hand in hand with that. Um, and that's where like they, they think that humans did the Tiwanaku, but it was, it still predates the Incas, which is kind of like the first known like natives in South America. Um for that so it, like again it just like there's no there's no like dates on when they can kind of figure out when these sites were built um the um so there's stones so there's a, a, a the at pumapuku there's a, a, a large number of stones that are there um and then they have like i said they have those precise cuts but um, let me see if I can pull up. So here, this is the archway to Pumapuco. And mm -hmm. they, um, with the, this archway, it, or it, sorry, it's the gateway. Um, it's called the Gateway of the Sun. Um, and it's thought to have been the entrance to the Pumapuco Temple. Um, mm -hmm. And at the very top, um, let's see if you can, I don't know. I don't know if I can. Well, it takes me to a whole new site, but that right here at the top is this little guy. I don't know if you can see my. That mouse. looks like a, a head and two yeah, arms. So that is that is um, they think or they believe that that is the the sun god um, oh, for the yeah. or like the. Um, the Tiwanaku culture. And then mm -hmm. each of like, some of it is kind of rubbed away, but there's like supposedly 50 winged men on either like um, total. So like 25 on each side or whatever, but um, of winged men. And so of course, ancient aliens with this, this is clear evidence that angels or aliens came down from the heavens to, <laughs> to visit earth. Um, but that's um so let me let's go back 
to some of these other hopes I just got out of. Interesting. Um, mm -hmm. and, and those are big stones. So how many? Still, you guys, are you still seeing my no. screen? Or no. Okay. No. I clicked out by accident. I clicked out of my the thing that I was um doing for the photos. Um, but I'm trying to. Sorry, I lost my train of thought because I got out of my thing. Um, but the, the, um, the, okay. It was a sign that their God had come down. Yes. So those that, you know, the enter the, um, the entrance, the gateway to, to the sun, um, was supposed to be the entrance to the temple but of course the 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 scientists on ancient aliens tv show says that that is you know their proof that um aliens came down to the earth and stuff here is a picture of um the h blocks though and you can see where it's like these clear concise cuts and that make the letter h I don't think the H really means what it does to us, you know, the wow. letter. But Those um, are definitely H's. That's right. insane. But for yeah, for like us, that's an H. But you know, like I, you know, like I was telling me how like they didn't use our alphabet. They didn't use this. Right. But here's another picture, so it kind of shows the H's, and then over on the side, it shows you know, like how this H block was actually cut out. And you can see, like, on the back part of the H, where it's, like, all these cuts, like I said, were so precise. They're, like, cut at 90-degree angle. The corners are 90, like, a perfect 90-degree angles. And um, they're, the, the surface of them are so flat and, like, shiny. I mean, it doesn't look like it in the pictures, but it's supposed to be, like, shiny. And then some of them... And I believe the age blocks, I thought I saw it in the age blocks where they have like holes drilled into them. And it's like a perfect round hole drilled all the way through these blocks that are like over five feet wide. So um, let me go up a little bit to see if I can. Could it be possible that they're not? So we see an H because we use you right. know, the alphabet, we, but we, could it be a symbol in that culture's language? Right. And that's what I was telling Matt. I'm like, how do we know, you know, like, what, what is the meaning behind, we see it as an H. There you go. Right. There's the history channel. I guess it's not so close, <laughs> but, but here's another thing too. Like another part of it too, is like, you have these clear, concise cuts in this stone and it's granite. And then how do you get it? So it's like, like perfect 90 degrees. And then you're getting these like the indent indentations on there, like how do you get that? How is it chiseled yeah, out that of is granite? Definitely something. Yeah, something. and so and then this is like the whole this like is site. From Fifteen thousand. Yeah, yeah. That's where like well they don't really when it was, but one scientist or one archaeologist dates it back to fifteen thousand BC. So, but this is like the whole site where it's like. These are the H blocks over on the right-hand side. There's some over on the left-hand side, but that's where it's like they just said it's like they a little kid scattered little letter blocks all over. 
Um, yeah. I'm trying to find a picture. Oh, there's one. Here's one of like um, the holes that were drilled. It's like a perfect mm-hmm. hole. Like, how did they do that? How how were they able to to do that? And so that like again, I watched the Ancient Aliens episode, but even in the articles that I've read, it's a lot of it is you know, like there has to be some kind of ancient technology that we don't know about or we we don't use anymore um, that helped to create this um, and to get these blocks in like the shapes that they are. Um, but on, I was watching the episode of Ancient Aliens and they were showing um, with these cuts, you can see it on this picture too with the um, hole in it. Just like, it's like a perfect 90 degree angle at the, it's like a, you know, like a, a cube basically, right. but that perfect 90 degree angle, but they took um, part of the stones, part of this granite stone um, from Pumapuco and took it back to a lab and did a laser cut on it and a, a diamond cut, I think. I can't remember off the top of my head. And the cuts were so much more like aggressive than what is still there now. Um, and so it's like the cuts that were done to create this were even better than our best technology now. And um, so that was something too. And I know, oh, I forget his name. It's Giorgio something. He's the one that I think is the most popular, like our well-known ancient aliens guy. Um, with the with crazy- Yes, with the crazy hair. He yeah. even said when they were like talking about it, well, it could have been, you know, like the wear down from like the, the original cuts were a little bit harder, but because of so many years cutting it down and the guy that was talking about it, he's like, you know, like, yeah, maybe a little bit, but this, the precision on the cuts are, it, it just, it's unheard of without um, our best technology. So to like chisel something like that, it wouldn't be, it's just not they couldn't figure out how that, um, how that happened. So, um, so this is Puma Punko kind of going back to, um, Tiwanaku. Um, Tiwanaku is about a quarter mile away from, um, Puma Puku. Um, so they're very close, but like I said, it was Tiwanaku is thought to have celebrated, um, the sky gods at Puma Puku. So two different sites they believe were built at different times, by different people. One is the Pumapuku is thought to have been built by um, gods or aliens. And then um, Tiwanaku is thought to have been built by humans, like our ancient humans, as a way to honor the the gods or, you know, or the, the sky gods is what they call them, you know, so I think on ancient aliens, when they say sky gods, I think they just talk about aliens most of the time um, with that, too. But there is a theory, too, going back to how they were moved, because, again, that's one of the things that people can't figure out. There's a theory out there that the stones were carried by supernatural powers, um, but there's also one that it was carried these were like levitated almost by the sound of a trumpet. So some kind of sound technology created them to hover and then be able to just move them that way, which 
kind of sounds crazy, but also makes some sort of sense, like a vibration that lifts those okay. those stones up. You don't believe it? No, no, no. <laughs> this is a conversation we had at work today. So whoever oh, really? I was talking to must have seen the same show about using sound waves to move these big granite things. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm like. I To me, though, like the sound thing, I, it sounds logical. It sounds scientific. You know, like it, it makes sense um, to me, at least, on having that. But that's where, like, this is just something that is, it has left the ancient aliens people, which, I mean, I Matt watches the show. Sometimes it drives me crazy. Sometimes it's interesting. But, um it's just they don't they they have no real answers to this kind of stuff, and um, they don't know. Uh, it's like it just kind of goes back to like how was it built, why was it built, um, and one on ancient aliens they did talk about too that you know it was like a temple, but maybe it was a landing site for um, ancient alien aircraft, you know that kind of stuff too. Um, there is a theory too that um it was created it was a temple that was created to what they thought of to be able to create energy which is the same as the other temple we talked about i forget the name of that one where they had the lake in the middle of it right and um but then they also thought because the h's are all like exactly the same it's they they kind of have this theory that um that it's like an ancient like mold basically where it's like they have it was a factory like a temple that was or what we call a temple but it was really like a factory that just kind of made these like cuts you know so it was just uh you know making these duplicates when i was looking at those pictures i was like reminded or thinking this is kind of like a um a place where they made these monuments and stuff yeah and then maybe people bought them and took them somewhere else right yeah it and that's like what a- like I kept thinking of the place there in Karana where they have they make all the yeah. <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. all kind of there and like people went there and got them and then took them back to their communities right yeah yeah and that's what, I mean it kind of makes sense too because I mean that's what they were like kind of talking about is like the ancients you know like they couldn't figure out were they like hinges or you know like I think they're too high because um, I didn't see anywhere where it talked about like how high those H's were. But I did see on the Ancient Aliens show, like, some guy was, like, standing. And it comes, like, just above, like, hip level. So I'd say maybe, like, three feet, three and a half feet tall. But I'm, like, were they some kind of, like, chair? Like, a throne chair? Or, you know, like, I don't know. It just kind of... Um, well, it look, obviously it's an H, but they probably didn't think... Right, right. It's not an that. H to that. It's more of a decorative type right. of... Yeah, I think it's a symbol. A symbol. Right. That's what, like, that's what it kind of, they were kind of alluding to is there's so many replications of that age that it had to be some kind of, like, factory that was just processing these, you know, kind of like a little, um, you you know. You know, the one had, like, you could see the um, indentions on the top. It kind of looked like. yeah. Like one would sit on top and they would anchor into that spot. And that's it. Yeah. And so that's what, um, that's some of it too, is that it's like a puzzle piece. Like they were used right. and then they thought, well, maybe these H's were like 
they look like H's to us, but I think it's like, I think it's the same thing of like, you see faces everywhere because that's what we're, you're like coded to recognize. And so because H is part of our alphabet, that's part of our language, that's what we see, but it could just be where they were kind of those puzzle pieces on connecting to make the walls, the joints, you know, like they were more like those joints. Um, But that's what the, the precision of cutting them too, when, and some, cause some of the blocks are together and when they're to like the ones that are, are together, that are fitted together, it, the space is so tight that you can't even like fit a piece of paper in there. So that that's another question. Like, that's another thing where like, how did that happen? How were they cut that to the point where they fit that perfectly together um, for that? <clears throat> and it's just like, it's flush in those areas um, for that. But um yeah at Tiwanaku though too there is like they call them statues but they look more like a bust or like just a head you know carving in a head of like it's carving in a stone but it's of just like a face kind of thing but it's really unique that each there's like multiple different like cultures or races they they said in ancient aliens races but um, they're different color stones, but different face shapes, like to kind of represent almost every culture. And how old the Tiwanaku site is too, that was something too, like how did these people know what like an Asian culture would look like? How did they know what, you know, like a Spanish culture, I, I mean, that's a little ahead of its time, but like, you know, like they they couldn't figure out how they would be able to depict all these different cultures and like the traditional face shapes of those cultures. Um, And then even two of the, two of those stone faces were more of a white stone that look very similar to what we see as that stereotypical alien face where it's like bigger, like kind of like a upside down teardrop kind of thing. Um, Interesting. yeah, and so, and then there is, like, a big statue, I guess, yeah, it is, like, a statue. It kind of looks more like a, like, a totem pole-type statue um, of, like, a man. I Well, it is a man, because it's got, like, a mustache and a beard, which in the Tiwanaku culture, because they're, those were, like, the native Southern American culture right there, they didn't have facial hair that wasn't part of their culture. So they couldn't understand why the statue would have a like a thick mustache and a beard. And to me, the, um, I can't find a picture of that, that statue. It's on the ancient aliens episode, but that statue, it, I mean, it's kind of like, like I said, it's like this like shape, I guess, of like a totem pole almost. But to me, it looked like that stereotypical, like traditional like asian man like old ancient chinese man like a um that mustache you know like it just kind of it really reminded me of that and the so historians believe that it was a sumerian which is kind of like in asia area but it's like eight thousand 
um, miles away from South America, from Pumapuku. So they couldn't figure out how would they know what this culture would look like back in, you know, like 15,000 BC or, you know, even um, 500 AD, how would they know what those people would look like? Um, and so again, it's just, it kind of, they can't figure it out, but there have been artifacts that were found at the Pumapuku and, um, Tiwanaku sites that, you know, like bowls and, you know, like kind of clay bowls, those kind of things that have writing on them, like hieroglyphic type writing. Um, and they've been able to confirm that that writing matches the Sumerian writing of that time, it and it dates back on those artifacts date back to 3000 BC. So, how did Sumerian writing and culture come to South America? That's something that again, it's like they can't answer these questions. They they can't figure it out. They have no idea how this is happening and um, and how that one culture is kind of moving here. I mean, I guess at that time too, we had boats and stuff, you know, like I was assuming that people had boats back then, but like that's something too, like take a long journey, but you would think they wouldn't have motored boats that, you know, you'd be hand rowing. So it would take a long time. So um, yeah, that's like there's not a lot of answers, but there's a lot of things that come up that just cause more questions to be asked for that. So awesome. um, that's kind of all I have. <laughs> I mean, there's well, a lot, there's a lot more stuff in there, but it's just, it, it just, it creates more questions than answers. Right. It's funny because we were talking about this today and obviously this person was, must have seen this same episode because we were talking yeah, about the sound. Maybe. And he, how you can move things around, and maybe you could cut stone with sound too. And yeah. that's yeah, and that's I think because I was telling Matt again, you know, like he is like fascinated with this kind of stuff, but I, I kind of go back to, you know, I feel like we live in like today in 2022, we live in this society where my son won't know how to write in cursive, so that's going to be a lost art form basically you know right. like that's something that like his kids will never even know they probably won't be able to read it very well right. so you go back to 3000 bc there may be things that they were doing that were just easy for them and it was a common thing that's a lost art form right we'll exactly right and i think it goes back to like with the the egyptian pyramids and the mayan temples and all those things that we are fascinated by and how like how did this come to be really it was to me like maybe we just don't know how to do it anymore because we didn't need to for so long right and right. now we don't know how what i always say about counting money you know like right the young kids right. don't have to know how to count money they right. don't exactly have to do yeah. it if the time come when they had to do it, they're smart enough to learn it, but right. they don't have to know it now. So there's no reason for them to know it now. Um, yeah. But um, going back, and we kind of talked about this one time in another episode. There's a guy in Lapeer, mm -hmm. Michigan, um, and there's some there's stuff on the internet about him because I've seen it, where he could literally move. He has this like 
place where you can visit. This is backyard, but there's mm -hmm. these huge, huge boulders, square right. blocks, and he can easily move them with no effort whatsoever. And it's mm -hmm. all about balance and right. You know, he knows how to just balance them. Great, he'll take it like a little pebble and stick it under this one spot, and it, he can just move right. it with no effort whatsoever. So there is a technique to doing it. Right. You know, it's just, we, we don't, just know, don't how know how to that. do it anymore. Right. 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 And, that's a, and I, I think too, like even with using water, I mean, this one I think is so this Puma Puku is so unique because it's 12,000 over 12,000 feet up, you know, so the altitude is so much higher than like anything else, I think. But, um, but I think of too, like if you have your, your glass of water or, you know, or glass of a liquid, your drink sitting on a table, but then there's condensation, that water will levitate that glass up yeah. and it'll be easy to slide around. Well, and we've all seen that where a glass is full. Yeah, right. And that's what, you know, like, I think some of this, maybe that's what they were doing is they were, you know, having things, although this was with Puma Puku, it was granite stone, you know, so that's not, a stone that would float or I don't think really any of the stones would float, but I mean, I think that's something too, where you'd be able to like kind of move it easier, you know, on that kind of things too. They so. kind of had some type of, uh, not paper, but it's just some kind of material they put under it and then the water would kind of slide it. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool. This was one of the ancient alien episodes that I kind of got into. Um, but, you know, they got get really into detail of, like, the artifacts and the statues and, you know, that kind of stuff. So, but it's a lot of everything that I read on it, too. It's like they can't, there's so many questions that they just can't figure out. And it's complex to everybody. It's right. just, it's um, one of the biggest, like, unknown, like, unanswerable kind of situations with sites. Yeah. And I was saying yeah. today, too, because... There's so many of these sites all over the world. It's mm -hmm. not like it's in one spot. They're right. all over the world. It's scattered all over. Right. Obviously, at one point in time, either we were much more advanced right. than we are today, and something right. happened that wiped all that out, and then we had to start over, or somebody from some entity from some other planet or universe right. and, and put that stuff down here. It's not, we didn't do it in our knowledge we have now. Right. That and that's a, yeah. And I think too, I mean, I've said it before, maybe not on the podcast, but like, I feel like we're moving into the movie idiocracy where right. maybe what we deem as being an idiot in like the idiocracy level of uh, that movie level we're already at that for those ancient cultures. You know, like we are that dumber than a box of rocks person, even though we have some high intelligence um, where we are now. Know, we're not far from that. No, <laughs> we're not. But at some point in time, 15 million, what'd you say? 15,000 before 15,000 BC though. So like it yeah, would have been 3,500 years ago. Right. Right. So, so yeah, either we had intelligence that we lost right. because of some event, right? And we had to start over, or you know, there is 
people from other entities, you know, from other places that were here before us. Right. Just too much evidence that something went on before. Right. And that's something too, like, I mean, it kind of goes back to maybe some, there was some kind of galactical war that happened. The, the cultures there, you know, like the humans, I guess, if you want to, the life on earth was kind of destroyed. And then, you know, like we see these movies all the time where like, the earth is destroyed and there's the oxygen is compromised and, you know, some people have to go up and live in space. And then, you know, they come back to, I mean, I think there's TV show 100. I, it's kind of like that where then they come back down to earth and they think it's a, to- it's still a, a toxic environment, you know, but so maybe that's where we are now where we're just that test rat of, is it still a toxic environment, toxic place to live? Well, I was also thinking, like, you know, we talked about a couple weeks ago, um, like, you know, we are the ant farm experiment for aliens. So what if it's kind of like that idea of they give us something, some sort of technology that we use and they kind of watch how we use it and then take it away to see how we if we can get back to it or it will we get back to it? Yeah. Or like, do do we need it to survive kind of thing? Yeah, we do all of our tests on, you know, rats and mice and stuff, but aliens do their tests on us. Circle. Seems fair. (laughs) Seems fair to me. I will say that even if it wasn't an alien thing, like clearly this place had a wide range of multicultural. Like it was right. a hub for my my child right. Like it clearly had other cultures there, which is so right. crazy in that time. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's what I was thinking too. You know, like that. It, it was. I mean, looking at the little like I don't want to call them statues, but they were like just the faces, statues of just faces. Yeah. And it's like uh, what is it? Not mosaic. Right, but but it's like you can see that serial typical. What you would think, you know, of each culture's like face shapes and stuff it's like you could which means that it's not like one person came and they were in this village like clearly like this is a like multiple people are coming from these cultures right exactly yeah and i don't know it's maybe kind of goes back to the same with the age like we're seeing it as humans now because that's what we're like you know ingrained to see we're ingrained to see a human face in a sink faucet you know we're in green to see that in a window you know that's it's just something that comes to the human brain naturally but mm-hmm. to recognize that shape or maybe know. it's the opposite maybe it's you know kind of that like uh you know tectonic plate theory of like it was all just one place and right. everybody's faces look like these and then kind of as right. they separated it was regional right maybe and i don't know like i didn't end up watching the entire episode so maybe i missed some of this at the end but maybe those were like those faces were the first humans known on earth kind of thing and that's what they look like and that's who humans all come from i don't know right right so i'm throwing that theory out so crazy yeah. Yeah, Crazy. that's all I have on that yeah. one. Though. 
the questions are endless. I mean, that, and there, yeah, and that's what they were, you know, kind of alluding to. It's just like there's just there's nothing that can be like a real good consistent theory. Like there's you know, they would come up with theories, but then it would just cause more and more questions on okay, but how do you do this? So there's you know, like, I think with each temple or each thing, there's always like some questions, but there's a pretty good consistent everybody kind of comes to the same conclusion or same theory of what it was used for or how it was built. And like, even with the Egyptian um, pyramids, it's like, we kind of have a good idea of how they were built and when they were built and, you know, like why who built them and why do we? we do. No, but I mean, well, no, yes and no, we all, we have kind of the, all, like, we, we all have a kind of a similar theory of why and when, and you know, who built them, you know, mm -hmm. so, Mm -hmm. I don't think so. I think we've always been told that it was the Egyptians building them, but I think we're finding out now that they were there way before the Egyptians. So those Egyptians used them for right. different purposes, Maybe. but um, I don't know. We did. We talked about this one other time that they were really far be older than that. The Egyptians just found them and used them That's for. Their own and that was something too, kind of going back to the Pumapuku ones though, too, that the people that were living there when um like the the leaders, the like the chief of those native people would consistently say, We did not build the these structures, we didn't build these blocks, our gods built them for us. So that was something too, where like you know, some of the histories, it's like, oh. Like with the Egyptians, though, we built them. We built them, you know, like the Egyptians. Right. But with this in Pumapuku, the first known like cultures were saying, no, we did not build them. They didn't take credit for them at all. Yeah. Which is another also, thing about this one too. Right, right. And it's also interesting that with, with the Egyptian temples and the pyramids, we can clearly see like, even if they didn't build it for these purposes, we can clearly see like they built it for the purpose of burial grounds, worship grounds, right? right you know, exactly, yeah. in or like in the pyramids we talked about in I think Burma, you know, there was it was like a medicinal place where right. these structures like there's no clear point to them. There's right. no like well, yeah, the, like the doorway is like an entry to a temple, but there's nothing beyond that archway. Right. Right. I think we talked about this one time. I don't know whose show it was, but the, these pyramids were really machines that right. created yeah. energy. They weren't right, right. They weren't burial sites. They were machines. They were just used for burial sites and temples because they were already there. Right. Right. But that's what I mean. Like we can clearly see a purpose there. Like whether it was when they were energy machines or once they were used for these temples. But with this structure, it's just such a scattered area, oh, yeah. and it's like these molds. So there's right. no clear indication of what what exactly they were doing at this point. Right, and that's what like it looks like to me. Definitely, to me, I'm looking at those pictures, thinking, well, they made those stones and those things, and people or something came and got them and took them to their building sites and built things with them. Right, but then and we then would was, see them in other places, yeah. though. And then uh, I know too, we would see like, them in other places. Yeah, and um, if they were taken somewhere, 
I want to say, oh, shoot, I forget. But I with the, the Puma Puku, though, too, there's like a, um, oh, shoot, I'm like blinking on, what do you put, a foundation. I'm like blinking on the word foundation. There's like a foundation there, though, too. So it's like, it looks like there was like a foundation for like a temple and then these were going to be like walls, but it just never got completed. It never or, got completed. Yeah. And then um, I'm trying to look at, um, look up the spelling of um, Tiwanaku. Um, I mean, I got to say, it probably H's in any kind of structures anywhere else. Not that I'm an expert. Could, I, could it? Could it? Those shows and I've never seen that could, H symbol. Could anywhere. it? Right. Be, could it be sort of like how we use rebarb in construction? Like it's basically like the, the center of kind of what we would pour like cement. Like so we right. use rebarb to basically like make sure cement stays where it's supposed to. Yes. So maybe these like things were basically supposed to be like stacked one on top of the other and make like basically a structure and then you basically build around it. So they're well, like in the be, structure. It's possible, but that's off. It's cut very precise. It doesn't seem like they'd go through all that if they were just going to cover it up. Here, um, who knows? Maybe. I was also thinking maybe they weren't cut. I think we talked about this that there was a mold as it like a cut mold, but maybe it was like an early version of like almost like a silicon mold where like you pour something into it. And it's already in that shape. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying but to this preserve. This was granite stone, right? Yeah, this was granite. Um, I was trying to share my screen again. There we go. Because um, I was looking up the Tiwanaku. Um, I wanted to show you guys that stuff, too. Come on. So... Let me go down a little bit. So these pictures, these are like the stone heads that are in there. Oh. Interesting. And there's That's like scary. a bunch of them. It's not just like one or two. It's like they're like throughout. So here's another here's another picture. Well, that kind of looks like a um so like it's like it's mon a mausoleum then. Yeah, I was thinking that yeah. too, like a burial site. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, here's another. This is this was Tiwanaku. So like it goes like these faces go like all the way around it. Let me and here's Tiwanaku. Like this is how big it is. And those faces go around the entire thing. And I think this is the statue, but it's not a very good picture of, you know, where the Sumerian. Uh, that's not the one that they showed on Ancient Aliens, but that looks like what it is. It looked better on Ancient Aliens. Um, like yeah, I agree with you, mom. It looks like a mausoleum. Like this looks like a burial site. Yeah. Wow. So maybe that's Where what they would it basically was. carve the faces of the people, and each face is basically like a, you know, somebody's memorial. Yeah, maybe that would make sense. I mean, that is kind of that makes a good theory for that. Um, like it, it really it reminds me a lot of gosh, what is the culture? But they have, I think it's. Hmm. Japanese maybe I don't know but there's like those like thousand 
sculpted soldiers that like were uncovered like probably like 20 years ago where it was just like this mass statues of soldiers Mm. yeah so this is yeah Timonaku that must be the the statue but on ancient aliens you could clearly see like the mustache and the beard and stuff so I don't know so oh here's a good one though too this is where you have like a a human face and then the alien face yeah and the white stone So, I don't know. I thought it was pretty interesting. I think a lot yeah. of this stuff is, like, these cultures are so... Yeah. Like, it's just, like, I think, you don't, we don't know. And like, you can go, go up to where it says um, ancient crypts. That's, is that what I'm reading? Oh, yeah. Right here. Tiwanaku cultures. Um, well, there, yeah, so I mean, that might be because look at then there's the two H's and then there's like an upside right. down U in the middle. So maybe that's what it was. Oh, like, I didn't even see that. Yeah, maybe it's wow. like an ancient burial ground type of uh-huh. thing. Um, well, look uh, at yeah, there. I didn't even see okay. the H until you we pointed it out. It. The family school thought we solved it. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, not if this is called you know, ancient crypts. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. So oh, that are... doesn't even say, it doesn't say that. Teresa. No, I, it didn't say that. I thought it did, and I probably <laughs> she pulled it up, and I could read it better. I'm like, oh, it doesn't say crypts. Um, no. <laughs> but, um, still, this, again, this reminds me of, like, a company that would make monuments for Right. right, and this is just where they made them, and then they make yeah. Them. And there was there were you know on ancient aliens though of course you know like there was that like were were these positioned, you know as like a marker to guide you know aliens or you know line up with the stars, but even that was something that couldn't be really confirmed. Like nothing really was there to like line up for that so like we're here like the the um the uh gateway to the sun like i kind of see i'm looking at this right here it kind of looks like the sun comes in it at some yeah. point but yeah i don't you know i don't it, and that could me, have I, also been an, it could have also been a very ancient version of a clock you know right right yeah yeah. Like when it when it comes between the doorway, it's a certain time, obviously. It's time or even a calendar. Well, right. even a calendar, you know, right. like this is this when when it comes because I think in New York there's like a, once a year, there's like basically like the way the buildings line up, like the sunset will basically come straight down these two buildings. Right. And so maybe it's like a calendar of sort of like when the sun goes through this doors, it's a certain time of year. Right. Yeah. Right. That, I, mean, I mean, we used to use sundials. So, I mean, right. Yeah. All these different arches here are in one area. The, well, it's this the is all the same one. It's just the same one over and over. I'm just kind of scrolling. They look different. I think. So I did see where. Oh, that one. This one is a little bit. Well. Maybe that's the opposite. Could be the back. Yeah. Um, but I did see where, like, here, it's like 
collapsed, you know, a little bit. So I think that they fixed it up and kind of got a bit. Oh, well, you can see it when you go back to the picture. You can clearly see like the crack in the yeah, right restored here's, one. Yeah. So here's that like a kind of closer up of the the sun god. Wow, that's um, like super detailed. Yeah, and that's what they were saying too. Like the the cuts to make these like fifty winged men and then the the sun god guy like it's just they're so concise and so like just so precise on those details mm -hmm. that like for us to do that today we would need a laser cutter to be able to do that. And well, you got to remember like this was people's entire career like that was right. what they did for a living was yeah you know mastering this and they had to do that, like apprenticeships and stuff like that that is something true that we should probably think about too is that like back then that's all that they did in right. as long as it took where that for us your life want, doing the monument yeah right we want, we want immediate results, results yeah. yeah yeah so right, right. we're impatient people yeah, so this must be the back of it. Yeah, because that crack is still there. Yeah. Yeah. Which says, I mean, look at the holes on the top. and then, Yeah, you know, like, like, what do you think those were for? Probably urns of grains or something. I don't know. Or urns in general, you know, yeah. put up like a, yeah. like a, um, yeah, like Jesse, like you said, like urns of grain, like some kind of like, um, not sacrifice, but basically like a, gift to the gods basically yeah, like you put right. the gift to the god there yeah 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 that makes sense yeah that makes sense um mm -hmm. where you know once a year you would go give the god their yeah own. right exactly yeah. when it's gonna go through the doorway when the sun's right. gonna yeah. go through the doorway you yeah. present it with a gift that, okay, that makes a lot of sense somewhere now we are solving <laughs> yeah see yeah the family school of thought solving mysteries since 2022 2021. When right. did we start it? 21. Well, 22. <laughs> when the sun shines on it, maybe that face would, it showed it a dimension going out. So maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's what, you know, like maybe it's, it's the gateway to the sun, but maybe it's like a portal to another universe. Another world. Or, or uh, time travel, you know? So. Yeah. Stargate universe. Yeah. Huh. So there you go. That's Puma Punka. That's cool. interesting. And yes. Puma Punka and Tiwanaka. I, I can't ever remember how to say that one, but two different sites. Connected. Are they really far apart or is it no, like they're a quarter mile apart? So they're oh quarter mile. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. But like I said, they're about a quarter mile apart and they're very, very similar in like the stuff, but there's a clear, you know, it's like a copy, uh, Tiwanaku is like a copycat of Puma Punka. And they're like, historians can, they say, you know, like you can see that Puma Punka is like the more concise, like the original kind of thing. Where And right. that's where there's a theory that that was built by the gods where Tiwanaku was built by humans as a gift to the gods to worship them. So I I can see that. I definitely can see that. 
Oh, I did write it down. So that sun guy, the the god on the top of the gateway of the sun. Yeah. I wrote down Viracocha. So I I did it phonetically. So I think that's how you say it. Viracocha. Viracocha is the name of that like sun god that they worshipped. That was at the very end of my notes. Yeah. How do you pronounce that again? I'm sorry. Viracocha. I think, that, I think that's how you pronounce it. I only wrote it phonetically, and that's what I wrote. So I think that's okay. correct. I did it quickly. Because when I was watching Ancient Aliens, I was trying to like write down how they were pronouncing it, too. So Right. But there you go. Very good. Yeah, I like that one. Good story. Or Matt. Maps no, to Matt for uh, giving me that story. Of course, he could have Thanks joined. To Matt. I tried. That. I tried. I said, you know what? Maybe you should just join tonight and do this one. I tried to talk yeah. Jordan into joining as a host. Yeah. I tried as a to guest. Get Not a I host. Guest. Wow. All right. <sighs> well, anything else you guys got to add to the story? Or any questions for Jess? Well, that was a good show. That was very interesting. Makes me want to go watch the um, Ancient Aliens. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the episode was called, but I'm sure you can find it if you put Puma Puka. Puma Puka, yeah. Yeah. It's P U M A, like Puma, space, or I guess I've saw it both ways, but Puma Puka, P U N K U. Maybe P U M K A. No, I can't remember. I should probably know that. That just didn't. Uh, well, Cass will have to put that in our um, header when she. Yeah, I'll do the well, research. Well, like it's two U's, but let me get back up there. Yeah, I was right. P U Puma P U M A Puku. P U N K U. U N K U. I had myself all confused right there. And I don't know how to spell Tiwanaku. I just did the phonetic on there so I wouldn't forget how to say it. Right. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, it's been a fun night. I hope everybody had a great Christmas. Um, is it New Year's yet? Mm. Yeah, I guess I did my fun fact this week about Christmas, but because we're recording this before Christmas, but it won't get posted until after. So I think I, this will get posted on the 29th, if I'm not incorrect. Okay. This will be the 29th okay. of December. Well, everybody have a great New Year. Stay safe. Stay close to home. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next week. Sound good? All right. Okay, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Peace. I did learn something else this week. You can go on to Alexa and say, Alexa, play the Family School of Thought, and our podcast comes up. Oh, how cool. Well, there you go. Listeners. Alexa, stop. Alexa. Alexa was going to tell us. <laughs> <laughs>